720 WGN. As I mentioned a few minutes ago, recounting what Howard Tolman had said during our conversation that the mayor did campaign to eliminate ShotSpotter. And then the renewal took place when his staff signed the renewal without him being aware of it. Now, ShotSpotter, in case you're not in Chicago or you're not familiar with it, it's a network of acoustic sensors. It kind of locates and alerts police and first responders to gunshot incidents. And the sensors are located across 12 police districts, primarily on the city's south and west sides. That's according to an article from the inspector general's office. There's one alderman who is fired up. You do not want shot spider spotter to be eliminated. It is uh, Alderman Ray Lopez. Thanks for joining us. Hi, Lisa. My pleasure. I, I heard a soundbite that the WGN News Department has been running today, and it sounded like you were fired up, that you were pretty upset about this. You know, I, I just can't believe that we are going to go down this route at a time when public safety is at its worst and we are going to willingly strip yet another tool away from police officers, especially when we know we know that people are not calling 911 like they used to. That people hear gunshots and don't even flinch, don't even move, don't even pick up the phone to call 911. And yet we are now going to say that this technology is racist, it's flawed, it's this, that, and the other, so we should obviously not use it. But, oh, by the way, let's wait until the DNC gets through because we want to keep it around just in case it keeps them safe. Well, don't and then we'll take it away from everyday Chicago. Don't you think that gives him political cover? I mean, he he's going to keep it through the summer so that it, when the summer violence ticks up, as it does every summer, people, well, like you and others, won't be able to point to the absence of shot spotter for, as the cause of that. That's why it's easier to get rid of it in September than it would be in May. Well, if you campaigned on this because you consider the technology racist, as he did, and if you campaign that you want to get rid of it because you don't like it, then why didn't you do that the first time around when the contract was there for renewal? You know, you are keeping this here because you know it works. The mayor's team knows that this is a tool that's going to help keep some of the bad guys at bay or send police to go respond to things when they need to. But we're... Having this discussion in, in a, like in a vacuum because we're failing to see the fact that we have spent tens of millions of dollars, not just on this technology, but on the collective palette of technology in those strategic decision-making rooms throughout the police districts across the city that rely on technology, that rely on uh, shot detection technology, that rely on license plate reading and other thing, other analytical input devices and sensors out there to identify what's going on. And now we're going to start peeling all of that back because we don't like the outcome of catching criminals. Well, or, it is the most asinine policy possible at a time when we need secure city, a secure city now. But you could put the race argument as, uh, to one side for just a minute. Uh, there's also evidence, studies, that it doesn't work. I mean, I look at this MacArthur Justice Center study that found that 88.7% of the time, ShotSpotter alerts found no incidents involving a gun. That means we've spent $40, $50 million on technology that works 11% of the time. I don't think you, I don't think that's good spending of money. Would you argue that? And when they say that they found no evidence of a shooting, is that because the individual with the gun has left the scene by that time? I I don't know the evidence of that. But there's no evidence that a gun... Well, there is evidence that a a shooting has taken place, but the question is, when you get there and the individual leaves, 
of course you're not going to find evidence because he left with the gun. Or if they have what, but, you know, when we look at some of the issues that's going on in the community, let's think of one of the most famous incidents that we can think of in recent memory, and that's Adam Toledo. Adam Toledo was out at 2 in the morning, no 911 calls, but ShotSpotter alerted CPD to the fact that there was gunshots going off in Little Village. Police arrive on scene and come upon him and another 21-year-old man that was teaching the 14-year-old gang recruit how to shoot at cars in the middle of the night. It is because people do not call 911 that we need technology that alerts police to when shootings are happening. Because we have too many incidents where no one is calling and there's a victim on the ground. And I think that anyone that's trying to confuse the situation with regards to this technology fails to realize that we need to be able to identify when a shooting is happening and check it out to ensure that there are no victims in need of help because oftentimes there is a victim associated with these shootings. And that is the lost number that nobody wants to talk about while we're trying to turn around and say that this puts too many police in communities of color, that there's too many individuals. You know, we're going to start arguing which one we want less of, and I'd rather err on the side of the victim who could be on the ground than on the individual who's going to be inconvenienced because of police officers investigating where a shooting just happened. It was Adam's name who came up when the mayor was running for office and he said that he didn't want ShotSpotter anymore. In part, he based it on the fact that he said it was too unreliable and he blamed it for playing a role in the 2021 fatal police shooting of Adam Toledo. You know who he didn't blame? The gangbanger trying to teach Adam Toledo how to become a, a, a more professional gang member. And the more that we make excuses and try to point the fingers at everything other than where the problem lies in our society with all the shootings going on, the more we're going to try and demonize the technology that allows us to actually catch these individuals shooting in our neighborhoods. We need to wake up in the city and stop making excuses for all of these bad behaviors and stop trying to justify political narratives for the sake of a misguided public safety policy that will do nothing to keep public to keep the public safe. Alderman, do you have evidence, studies, or uh, whatever uh, showing that the spot sutter does work, that it has been effective? My ward was one of the first areas to get shot spotter. And I have seen firsthand with my own eyes when we've been alerted to shots fired in the community that nobody has called 911 about. I have a staff member whose cousin was killed not because of the gun that was used to shoot him, but because he laid on the sidewalk for an hour in Pilsen because there was no shot spotter detection technology that could have alerted the police in the 12th district that he had actually been shot at that location. Okay, it's going to sound like I'm so arguing. Anyone to question that this does not work is only trying to do it from a lens of simply getting rid of the technology and not understanding what the true purpose of shot detection technology is, which is to alert police when a shooting happens and to identify within a seven-foot area where it happened. I'm not. We know people don't call 911 anymore. We know that people are, are disenfranchised when it comes to law enforcement. But to take away a, a tool and this steady march of peeling back and handcuffing the police is not how you keep people safe in the city of Chicago. Uh, It's going to sound like I'm arguing with you, Alderman. I'm just pushing you a little bit here. Um, Again, I want to go back to that study. 88.7% of the time, no evidence that an incident had happened. You're saying that uh, this is useful because police will come up, no one's called 911, they'll find a victim on the ground. If, If 
both those stories are true, they're still only doing that 11% of the time. Still only 11% are they coming up and finding a victim or any evidence that there was a shooting. It, it doesn't happen that often. But are you, but is the value that that 11% hold on actually catching or helping a victim more important than the value of investigating something with no evidence? I think that the victims would argue the contrary, that it's of the most critical importance that we investigate whenever a shooting happens just to make sure, if nothing else, that nobody else is there injured or in need of help. Alderman, thank you for joining us. You know, this is going to be an ongoing conversation. I fully expect you'll be back on again, but you know where I was pushed up against news time. But I appreciate you picking up the the phone and taking our call today. Always. Thanks, Alderman. Push me in time. (laughs) (laughs) Alderman Raymond Lopez. Steve's News is next on 720 WGN. Lisa Dent, WGN.